0: Friend, Counselor, Leader, Comforter, Father, Savior. These are some of the key words that come to my mind when I think about Jesus. As a friend, he showed us an example. As a comforter, he showed us a pattern. He even showed us how to handle fame. He showed us how to treat other people. So every week on this podcast, it will unpack the personality, love and grace of Jesus. So that as we know more of him, we become like him. Truly. Christ-like. Jesus Revealed Podcast will take you on a journey of intimacy with God. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Jesus Revealed Podcast. Today we are going to pick lessons from the temptation of Jesus. So I'm going to read from the book of Luke chapter 4 from verse 1 to 15. Then Jesus, full of and controlled by the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan, and was led in by the Holy Spirit, for during forty days in the wilderness, where he was tempted exceedingly by the devil, and he ate nothing during those days. And when they were completed, he was hungry. Then the devil said to him, If you are the son of God, order this stone to turn into a loaf of bread. And Jesus replied to him, It is written, Man shall not live and be sustained by bread alone but by every word and expression of God then the devil took him up to a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the habitable world in a moment of time and he said to him to you I will give all this power and authority and their glory for it has been turned over to me and I give it to whomever I will therefore if you will do homage to and worship me just once it shall all be yours And Jesus replied to him, Get behind me, Satan. It is written, You shall do homage to and worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then he took him to Jerusalem and set him on the gamble of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, cast yourself down from here, for it is written, He will give his angels charge over you to guard and watch over you closely and carefully, and on their hands they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus replied to him, saying, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. And when the devil had ended every temptation, it left him until another more opportune and favorable time. Verse 14, And Jesus went back full of and under the power of the Holy Spirit into Galilee, and the fame of him spread through the whole region round about and he himself conducted teaching in their synagogues being recognized and honored and praised by all so jesus had just finished fasting and praying for 40 days and two things had happened one he had been spiritually empowered for the journey that is his ministry secondly he was vulnerable as a man he was hungry i mean there is none of us that would have fasted for 40 days Forty nights without eating or drinking and will not be weak humanly speaking the body is weak so the devil came to tempt jesus based on this thinking i will leverage on his hunger and a lot of times the devil sees our moment of weaknesses he, he never hesitates to use those moments to pull us down he's consistently looking at the time we would let our guard down and then we will just sweep in He went as far as quoting the scriptures to convince Jesus to worship him. In verse 9, verse 10, and 11. And you know, the devil wasn't quoting the Bible to boost the confidence of Jesus in God because he knew so well that Jesus knew the word of God. Jesus knew the promises of God. But he was doing that because he wanted to push Jesus to the point where he would tempt God. Or test god now if you want to say test god so a lot of time people would come to us with the scriptures with god said this god said that but for every single time we hear that we must test the spirit behind every word that comes from god we must test this this the the, the spirit behind every god said every god said is that what god is saying to you at that particular moment is that what god would want you to do at that moment i mean the devil is not unaware of the promises of god for your life and mine in fact he is tempting you badly because of the light that you carry he understands that oh god has promised you so much he understands that the plans and purpose of god for you are to give you a wonderful and glorious future so he knows that oh god already has so much plans and sometimes he knows that you know these things but yet he would use those things every now and then to tempt you. Because, I mean, why would you go and tempt Jesus in the first place? Why why would you tempt God, the Son of God? And the Son of God is God, so Jesus Christ is God. And then the also went to tempt Him. It simply means that nobody is beyond tempting. Nobody beyond tempting. <laughs> so you went ahead to tempt Jesus knowing that these are the things that god wants to do with the ministry of jesus he he, 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 he had the glimpse of what god wants to do so every single time the devil comes to you to tempt you it's usually when you are at the peak at the break into something extraordinary there are times when you fasted and i mean this has happened to me personally when i fasted for 21 days or for three days and then immediately the devil begins to bring a sort of temptation whether it is physical uh, sexual or temptation to just say negative things to people the enemy will pick up at those times that you have received so much. Those times you have received so much from God. Those times that you, you are just waiting to just begin to manifest the gifting that you have received. And then the devil comes and sweeps in just to say, but you know, you can do it this way. And there are times when we have expectations, when we are expecting God to give us this and that. And then the enemy comes in those moments of tired, the world will feel as if oh, God is not responding as fast as he should. And he tells us, oh, why don't you do it this way? i mean the enemy came and told jesus that god has promised that he would cause his angels to protect you so that you will not eat your food or against a stone so if god has promised that why don't you just jump from this mountain and you will see that he will protect you he knew at that time god would always protect you but you putting yourself in arms way isn't the way he's going to protect you again Jesus Christ knew the will of God, so he was not easily swayed by the opinion and counsel of others. He understood what God had in plan for him. He knew the mind of God towards him. So as a believer, do you know the mind of God towards you? Do you understand the promises of God towards you? So much that you get to a point where no matter what people say, no matter the noise from the left, from the right, your eyes is set as a flint. Keeping to the road that is set before you not being swayed by the opinions and counsel of others are you completely aware of the will of god for you are you certain are you confident in that will jesus christ knew the plans of god for him so whatever the devil said oh i'm going to give you the whole world at that point it wasn't that he didn't have access to the whole world he was the king of the whole world so he knew what he had in christ and every time as believers that we every time we fail to recognize what we have in christ and blessings the good things that god has given us in christ we put ourselves in this position we put ourselves in the position for the enemy to say oh why don't you do it this way you put ourselves in the position to be easily swayed by the enemy jesus christ didn't just prepare spiritually for the journey that he was going to for his ministerial journey also prepared physically and I know this because for every single time the enemy had something to say oh why don't you just jump why don't you bow down and pay homage to me Jesus Christ responded and said thou shalt not serve any other God you shall only have one God and him only shall you serve he knew the scriptures because he has studied the scriptures he didn't say, oh, I am God. I gave these words, these scriptures. So well, I, I can, of course, quoted from my head. But Jesus Christ had studied the word. All the time he was using to prepare, working as uh, in the carpentry shop with his father. I believe strongly that Jesus Christ was studying the book of the law. He was understanding the story of the Israelites and how God saved them from, you know, different scenarios in, in, in their history, the 40 years in the wilderness. So Jesus Christ wasn't just all about, oh, I'm going to pray and fast before I begin this journey. It was also someone who studied. And this reflected in all of his teachings. If you read the Gospels very well, you would see how he made several um, references to the Old Testament, several references he made to to the law, to the stories of the Israelites, to the promises of the father Abraham. So this teaches us as believers that Spiritual preparation is as important as our physical or educational preparation. We must prepare and gain knowledge in our jobs and ministry and family if we must succeed like Jesus. Jesus Christ didn't do a mediocre ministry. He excelled even in ministry. And that is the plan of God for our lives. That we excel in everything that we do. Jesus Christ knew the scriptures and had the Holy Spirit. So the combination of the spiritual and academic excellence was how he was able to excel in his ministry. He possibly wouldn't have been able to say no to the enemy if he didn't know what the scriptures said about those temptations. So dear believer, dear listener, dear friend listening to this at this time, would you be able to tick off these things when you examine yourself? Will you be able to say that I know the will of God for my life and I'm not swayed by differing opinions? Will you be able to say to yourself that I'm confident in the will of God for me? Will you be able to say, oh, I know much more of the scriptures. I have learned the scriptures. I've sat with the scriptures for me to hold on to even in days of trials and troubles. Would you say that you are circumspect in the things that you hear, in the God says that you've heard in the past? Have you weighed them with the scriptures? Do they weigh with the scriptures or they are just secondary? I hope that as you have listened to this today, that word of God doesn't just fall on the stoning sides of your heart, but that it grows in your heart and germinates into fruit that can bring results, that are visible to people around you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Jesus Report Podcast. See you on the next episode next week. Bye-bye.